Hello and welcome to episode 83 of the How to Sleep podcast. In this episode, you'll learn why decluttering your home can be important when you can't sleep. Welcome to the How to Sleep podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Blakeman, qualified adult sleep coach, a previous sufferer of insomnia and mum of three. I believe that sleep is fundamental to your enjoyment of the life you've worked so hard to create and I support adults like you who are struggling to sleep to get back to sleep and back to living your life in full colour and with maximum energy. This podcast is for you if you are taking ages to get to sleep or waking in the night and can't get back to sleep or both. Keep listening to find out how sleep works, the essential elements you need to get the sleep you deserve and actionable steps that you can take. Over the last few weeks, as we've come into autumn, I've had the urge to declutter the kids' toys. I like to declutter this time of year because if I don't create some space in the playroom now, then when the kids get new toys at Christmas, there's just nowhere for them to go and they all just end up piled up for weeks after Christmas, just looking a bit lost and like you're shuffling them into the corner trying to make it look less untidy, but it's just, no, no. So I like to clear out all the old toys in advance and that gave me inspiration for this week's episode because it occurred to me just how much decluttering my home has been really helpful for my sleep and it's been part of the ongoing quest for better sleep. So I'm going to explain what I mean by decluttering and bring in some science and some research about what other people have found and so hopefully give you some inspiration to start your own quest for some clarity. So I just want to say that in this episode, I want to talk about clutter in the most common sense of the word. So as in physical things around you, which are organized in a way that they look messy, or you get that sense that there's just too much stuff. Now, Rogers and Hart did a study on how clutter links to well-being, and what they found was really interesting. So they found an association between people who were not concerned about clutter and feelings of joy and positivity and also how much they felt they had meaningful goals and that they'd achieved their goals. Now this is really interesting to me as a sleep coach because I've seen how much sleep is impacted negatively when people are not feeling positive and when they don't feel like they've achieved their goals and so to me this is major relevance and on the extreme end of the scale Different research has shown that those people with a clinical assessment of hoarding report poor sleep quality, sleep disturbances and daytime fatigue and that these symptoms increase as the severity of their hoarding increases. So let me explain a bit more about what Rogers and Hart found so that you can have a think about whether this could be relevant to you. So during their research, they discovered that clutter is subjective. So in other words, what's clutter to someone is not clutter to everyone. So there isn't a point at which you get, you know, you increase the amount of stuff in your space, in your home, and then now it classes as technically cluttered. So they had to find a more universal definition of what clutter is. And what they landed on was clutter is a subjective experience of possessions, material or other, that inhibits the curation of self-identity at home. Now, essentially what that means is, how much your possessions are interfering with your ability to feel like you're in a space which is reflective of you. So to take this a step further, 
if you're like if you like your home minimalist in style then it's fairly obvious that too much stuff in your house is going to interfere with your ability to make your home feel like you that's pretty obvious but what if your style is not minimalist but you like to have photos or personal memorabilia around you but you can't really connect with those items because there are all sorts of functional objects like mail piled up or the laundry or the kids toys or all the other stuff in the way. So then even if these look like non-intrusive items to someone else, they may be cluttered to you because they interfere with your ability to feel like the space around you is yours, that it reflects you, that it reflects your personality and what you like. Now, if you want to take action around clutter, you don't have to dramatically spend a week clearing out your entire house in order to see the benefits. So what I would suggest is the first place you want to start decluttering is your bedroom. And you can do this in 10 minutes. So here's an action step this week for you to try. Try starting at your bedside table or whatever you have next to your bed that functions as a bedside table. And I think it's a really good place to start because It's often the last thing that you notice before you go to sleep at night and the first thing that you focus on when you wake up. So imagine when your room is dark and the rest of the room is all faded out of view into the dark, but you have this like warm and cozy light on this nightstand um, on a neat and tidy bedside table. That's the image that you want to go for. So clear anything off it that's not conducive to sleep. You don't want anything on there that reminds you of work or your chores And you do want something on there that triggers good feelings and reflects your sense of self. So we're drawing on the research here. So perhaps it's a memory of your favourite holiday or maybe you like family photos or maybe you're into like art or design and there's something that you design that you could put on there that reminds you of you or something that reminds you of something you've done in life that you're really proud of. And like I said, make sure that the lighting next to your bed is soft and warm And then if you find yourself waking in the night and thinking of things, then a top tip is to keep a notebook and pen on your bedside table too, so that you can write a note which can help you to stop thinking about it if you wake in the middle of the night. So like I say, don't need to start on a whole life clear out, home clear out. Start with your bedside table, take 10 minutes, see what you can do with it, see if it makes it a nice space which is reflective of you, it's not distracting from sleep and let me know how you got on. All right, have a good week and thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. I hope you found some value in today's episode. If you did, and you know others who would benefit from hearing this information as well, then please share with them. And if you would be so kind as to leave a positive review of the podcast, this will support me in my mission to spread the message of sleep as wide as possible. Thank you so much. If you can't wait until the next episode and you want more guidance right now, then head on over to my website and get access to my free sleep resources. Link in the show notes or follow me on Instagram at Nikki.Blakeman. Wishing you a peaceful night's sleep.